Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Whoa, whoa, where do you start? Um, well, I've worn some carpet out pacing around for the last half an hour listening to TalkSport 2's brilliant coverage and commentary of the first test match between uh, India and uh, New Zealand. And it's finished in a draw. Incredible scenes, as Jerry Kimber accurately described. If you don't get cricket, you will have no idea just why and how tense that last half an hour to 45 minutes were. With as much focus on the two umpires and a small um, electronic device as it was uh, Ravindra, um, Rashin Ravindra and uh, uh, Patel batting out uh, in the gloom. Incredible five days of test match cricket um, from beginning to end, really. We said that at the end of every day, and it's true. So uh, let's reflect, shall we? Myself, John Norman, alongside Abhishek Junjanwala, and also Steve Harmison here on Following Up. Well, guys, there are five-day uh, draws in Test Cricket and there are five-day draws in Test Cricket. And that was uh, the latter. What an incredible spectacle. Um, and I'll start with you, Harmy. You've seen a lot of cricket, but boy, this, this beautiful game still manages to conjure up unique circumstances and situations that uh, even with those 4 a.m. starts, uh, kept you uh, more than enthused and entertained right to the end. It did. It's It's been a long time since we've seen a test match go all five days right to the wire and then produce a draw. I can't think of too many in recent past because of, you know, with ICC have been talking about going to four-day test matches because test matches finish that early now. And, and this one was an absolute epic. When you think Ajaz Patel's first 23 balls 
at number 11 to save a test match in India on the fifth day against Ravinder Jadeja, R. Ashwin and Axar Patel. I think that tells you, you know, what a, a great end of the test match it's been. Um, I thought they were helped out India by some umpiring uh, the, with a light meter. I thought that, that it looked as though it was a lot darker than what it has been in the days previous. I think the, the emotion of trying to finish the game, I can understand that. Um, which makes it even better result for New Zealand uh, for for a draw point of view. And they now go to the Wankhede Stadium with a, a one-off test match. They win there, they win the series and World Test Championship points on offer. But from an advert for test match cricket and why we love the five-day affair, uh, well, that was it. Because the surface, I wouldn't say, was the best test match pitch to, to be ent- entertained on. But that last hour and hour and ten minutes wow not only have we been entertained we've been on the you know, edge of your seats and fingernails not much left Abhishek will, will India be kicking themselves uh, and where will they be where will the fans be pointing the finger of blame or will credit just be landed at New Zealand's feet because they lost the toss and they were behind the game for yep. much of it and yet they stuck grimly on grimly on right until the very end and justified why their number one test team in terms of the ICC rankings of the World Test Championship um, and, and why they've got such a good record against India in recent years as well. Yeah, and that's the reason, as you mentioned, they're the world champions because they never give up. And, and just the grit and determination the team has, uh, it's just unbelievable. That they're relentless. They keep coming at you as, a, as an opposition and they keep coming at you hard. And I think this game was pretty much... Uh, goes in favour of New Zealand in the first session because the way they batted, and you've got to give a lot of credit to William Somerville here as well for his 36 of 110 deliveries. Yes, Tom Latham played a brilliant knock of 52 of 146, but the partnership between them and to keep India away from getting any wicket in the first session, that was the key. After that, yes, I think India came back brilliantly, but brilliant batting at the very end by these two players from Azaz Patel and... Ravindra, uh, uh, Rachin Ravindra. But I think India should be disappointed. They will be disappointed because they were in a very, very good position. They were in the driver's seat for the last 45 minutes. But credit goes to these two, the way they have batted and the determination and the grit they have shown. Yeah, I mean, look, it's almost certainly that uh, Shreya Sire is going to take player of the match uh, award. Uh, but there was two debutants, wasn't there? There's Shreya Sire, 100 in first innings, 50 in second. Um, wonderful talent, but tell you what, I think that young Rashin Ravindra walked on the field five days ago, a boy, and he's just walked off of it, a man, Harmy. Um, and I think that whilst 18 from 91 deliveries, very similar to Blundell's widely criticised 13 from a similar amount of deliveries, but uh, in very different circumstances. But I think that New Zealand have, have once again... Uh, unearthed a little player there. Yeah, they have, and I've said it a couple of times on on the on the show in these last five days. I think it ticks a lot of boxes for India, uh, for for New Zealand, because he's he was he was he, he looked. You know, we're not at the ground, and you can tell more from when you're at the ground. He looked quite electric in the field. He looked as though he had a little bit of buzz about him. His left arm spin was, I thought, was adequate. It was enough to be. In his home, in his home country, to play as a a second spinner, 
Um, and obviously he's played as a part-time spinner, as a third spinner in in this game. But he's batting, he's, his temperament, his ability to defend the ball was was fantastic. His ability to not get flustered was was very good at the end there. And you're right, you know, he's gone on as a boy, he's come home, he's come off as a man and that will do him the world of good in, in international cricket. Oh, he's he's hit for his mindset of going in to play an international cricket for the, the last, especially the last 45 minutes of that test match. He has shown that I think, you know, he's got a great future at, at international level. Well, the point you made um, was that he essentially saw off the likes of Axar Patel, who won't add to his uh, ridiculous five-wicket haul in such a short space of time in test cricket, Ravindra Jadeja, who took four for 40. And when he dismissed Kane Williamson, um, you thought that you know, if you can get rid of Kane Williamson, the set Kane Williamson, then surely India are going to take the game. And, of course, uh, the master, really, R. Ashwin, who took th- three wickets for 35. And R. Ashwin has just been speaking on the field to Star Sports' uh, Simon Dool. There has been bad light in play every single day of this test match, so uh, we did expect it, so no complaints. Couldn't get, get the job done, but I thought we stuck together well. How much do you love these test matches and how they ebb and flow? And your contribution throughout was fantastic again with bat and ball. <laughs> Look, the beauty of test cricket is that you need to want it. <laughs> it's really, really hard. Uh, it's not one of those formats where you turn up, have a good day, have a good four-over bowl or have a good bat in 20 overs. Uh, you need to want it. There is a lot of pain. There is a lot of hard work. There is a lot of tenacity that you need to bring into play. So uh, you need to want it. And uh, definitely I am someone who wants to play this, play this format and I enjoy it. You've now gone ahead of Harbhajan Singh uh, in the wicket-taking stakes for India. How does that make you feel? Absolutely nothing at all, to be honest. Uh, I know these are uh, these are milestones that are constantly kept on tab, and uh, uh, it's wonderful. Uh, maybe uh, I mean every uh, Rahul Bhai, ever since he's taken over, he's uh, kept saying the same thing: How many over wickets you take, how many over runs you make uh, in ten years' time, you won't remember them. It's the memories that matter. So uh, I want to have really some special memories going forward in the next three, four years. Tell us a little bit about the pitch here at Kanpur. Look, I think any time uh, pitches, uh, pitches are being spoken about and I'm asked a question, it turns into a controversy. So uh, I'll try and keep, it, keep a tab on that. Uh, I, I would say uh, getting down to the last session, last mandatory over, uh, I think it's played its part. Uh, some wonderful test cricket, given and even, uh, I mean, you know, the young boy walking out there, Rachin Ravindra, batted beautifully, uh, showed some great composure. I just Patel with his defence. So it just tells you a story. Everybody, everybody hangs in there. Everybody can defend well these days. Uh, so it's not, it's not as easy at, as it used to be once upon a time, uh, getting these tailenders out. So, uh, great day of Test cricket. I hope people who watched it enjoyed it. Well, we certainly enjoyed it, and we always enjoy listening to R. Ashwin. He's uh, refreshing, he's honest, uh, and he knows who he's talking about. And he bowled 73 overs over the past uh, five days. Um, I mean, that is more overs than you'd bowl in three seasons of IPL. I, I'm, I'm completely making that number up, but I'm sure it's not too far off. Um, an incredible game. If you're just joining us on TalkSport 2, New Zealand have got away with a draw. I don't know if they got away with it, actually. Maybe that's not the right phraseology. But, you know, when uh, you lose your ninth wicket in the gloom against uh, Ashwin Patel as Jadeja, and you still have to bat out um, another uh, 10 overs or so, and you get through unscathed. I think that uh, that may may describe it properly. But that does not describe accurately the story of this match. Let's go back all the way to day one. It seems like an absolute lifetime ago. 
Two players, as I said, walked onto the pitch as debutants. And uh, one man walked off it with 75 next to his name. He went on to score a century uh, on day two. And uh, we've known about Shreya Ayer for a long, long time from IPL cricket um, and limited overs cricket. But he's now a test match player and he certainly lit up proceedings on day one and two here on TalkSport 2. He is so, so good on the offside, particularly behind square. And uh, back of the length, a little bit of width outside the off stump. And just delightfully put away by Shreyas Iyer. Third boundary of the morning for Shreyas Iyer and make it four because that's overpitched outside the off stump. Talked about how good he is behind square on the offside. How about the cover drive in front of square for four? Shreyas Iyer has come back for his second run. First test, first hundred. What a start. And he was to uh, follow that up with 50 in second innings as well. 16th Indian to score a test century on debut. The first Indian to score 100 and a 50. And it was an important 50 in second innings as well. No easy runs there. Abhishek, um, he is really going to force a, a pretty big decision, isn't he? Because he's guaranteed to play at the Wankhede in Mumbai. Virat Kohli's back into the side. India are going to have to drop a big gun. They have to. I think it was in the cart for a long time, Jono. I think they uh, they overrun their time with the Indian side, both Pujara and Rahane, I feel, by a year, year and a half. So, and now it's time to give the opportunity to the youngsters. And when the, when the opportunity was given to Shreyash, he grabbed it with both hands. So, there got to be a, some big calls to be made. And we just got to wait and see if it's Rahane or it's Pujara. And just because they're going to play in Mumbai and that's where from Rahane is, I think Rahane is going to be the lucky one and he's going to get another opportunity here. Yeah, that would be a, a big call, wouldn't it, to, uh, to catch yeah. on your side and then be binned the very next one. Um, will there be criticism, do you think, of Rahane's captaincy at all? Was he a little bit uh, too relaxed on occasion? There was a, a distinct feeling that there was a lack of intensity at times on the field or is that just... Uh, we just are we just adding things, really, adding narrative where, where it doesn't really belong? I don't think there was a lack of intent or anything. Yes, there was a period of a play in the first session where you saw the shoulders drop a little bit and they felt that the wicket is uh, it's not going to be an easy pitch where India is going to come out there and roll New Zealand over and pick up those nine remaining wickets. So I think there will be a bit of criticism. It's Indian cricket, Jono. If, if you don't win, there's always going to be criticism. People will find ways to criticise you. There's been a lot of criticism regarding his batting for the last couple of years and he's just managed to stick around. He's been lucky as well in Australia where uh, Virat has to come back and he managed to win the series. I think that allowed him another season, uh, another uh, another series in England where he managed to get a couple of 50s. But I think, yeah, if, if you look at him as a player, as a batter in the last couple of years, over the two, three years, period he's really his form has really dipped immensely both his and Pujara's so I think now it's time that India India looks at from fresh blood yeah it's uh, it's, it's going to be fascinating next few days yeah. that's for sure and you know Virat Kohli's press conferences are always spiky affairs testy ones um, I imagine that I imagine that uh, the press conference on Thursday is going to be exactly that uh, back to matters on the field. So, Shreya Sire hit 105. India posted um, 345. And the reason that they uh, they didn't go past 400 and, and really put New Zealand out of this, uh, out of the match, was down to not spin but pace. And that of Cole Jameson. 
Carl Jameson continues. Down the leg side, there's a big appeal for a catch. It's come off something. Carl Jameson's got another strangle down the leg. Here is uh, Jameson once again. He's bowled him, he's played on. He's trying to run it down to third man. Ashwin has chopped it on. It was back of a length, bounced steeply, about chest height. He tried to run it down to third man. He got a bottom edge. So it was Jameson on day one with uh, three big wickets. Uh, and Tim Southey, who was bowling without Trent Bolt for uh, only the fifth time in about five years or so, who picked up the baton early on day two when New Zealand desperately needed wickets. And they got them. 258 for four overnight. India became 339 for eight as Southey once again starred in India. Southey in again. Bowled him! Oh, he's got him! Today, oh. just furious. He swivels round and aims a swipe at the stumps. Southey comes in again, and he's got an edge behind. He's tried to drive that from a good length outside of stump. Big edge, very good catch by Tom Blundell, who dives in front of first slip. And uh, he's gone. Rinderman Saha out for one. Oh, my goodness me. Southey's got his man. Axel Patel has gone. Caught behind by Tom Blundell. You know what? I don't know whether Tim Southey's ever bowled better. Army, we've spoken at length, haven't we, over the last few days about uh, Southey and Jameson. But, you know, we're talking about Rashin Ravindra. We talk about the fact that Devin Conway's w w is going to come back into the side. So New Zealand, not for the next test, but New Zealand have got big selection headache as well. Will Young played brilliantly in the first innings. Um, but when you consider the likes of, uh, of Matt Henry, the fact that Neil Wagner couldn't get into the side for this, for this match, Lockie Ferguson, Adam Milne... Um, <coughs> There's a whole host of uh, fast bowling talent, and maybe, just maybe, a bit like Stuart Broad, it's that pressure from the sidelines that keeps the likes of uh, Tim Southey going because he knows he just cannot drop um, his, uh, uh, his skill set because if he does, he's out the side. Yeah, but he's been brilliant in this test match, and I think he's been brilliant for a number of years, like Broad and Anderson, if we're going to relate to an English point of view. But they're good, they're good headaches to have. The players that they've got on the sidelines who are doing well. India's are the opposite. The opposite, you know, they're they're of players who are who are struggling with confidence, struggling to get runs. But in this game, Tim Southey and Kyle Jamieson were magnificent. And I think if they had that third seamer as opposed to the third spinner, I think New Zealand might have had more of a chance of winning the game because I don't think. India would have gotten 345 in that first innings, or they would have recovered from, I think, what, at one point, well, 50, 55, 51 for five, 100, effectively 100 for five in that second innings when Saudi and Jamison more or less had run their race. And I think if another seam bowler of quality like Neil Wagner had come into the into the innings then, and I think it might have been a different affair. But, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. I think New Zealand are. Uh, why they are the best team in the world, you know, world won the World Test Championship because the strength and depth they do have, uh, and they are, and that pool, you know, with you know Ratch and Ravinder has has just got that little bit bigger. But in this game, it seems to be the people that have saved the game are the ones that they pick to to win the game. And what I mean by that is they try to pick three spinners that are going to go and try and win take 20 wickets on Indian Indian soil and they ended up winning the game with the bat because William Somerville batted for a huge amount of time and that was his only real contribution in the game 
And um, what did what did uh, Ajaz Patel, you know, he faced 23 balls at the end to to save the game. And with the ball, when he bowled, he wasn't really at the races. So that will be something for India to look at for the next Test match. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, India, 345 in first innings and New Zealand. Well, the point was made by Jarrod Kimber a long, long time ago that if New Zealand are going to have a prayer, they're going to have to score runs uh, at the top of the order. Will Young certainly did that with 89. And uh, one of the uh, players that seems to just always kind of get unmentioned, it doesn't get mentioned in dispatches anywhere near enough, uh, is Latham, one of the best opening batsmen in the world game over the last three or four years. And once again, he came up with the goods uh, for New Zealand, top scoring with 95. That's driven sweetly behind square on the offside for four. That was a lovely shot from uh, Tom Latham. This is a sweep shot from <coughs> Latham outside of stump, and that's going to go for four, in fact. He's hit that really square. Ishan Sharma in once again, and that one's driven past the catching extra cover, out towards the cover boundary for four. That is a gorgeous shot from uh, Tom Latham. 151 partnership with Will Young and uh, Latham for the first wicket, but just 99 runs um, uh, were added after Young departed for 89, although they did take a long, long time getting there. Maybe if they hadn't, uh, then India would have had time to wrap up the game today. 142 overs they made India bowl uh, before they were bowled out for 296. There was uh, just a few overs left um, at the end of day two. Uh, Shubman Gill bowled by Cole Jameson. And that uh, set up at day three. And it was um, a near on uh, perfect one for New Zealand, who uh, um, ran through... Um, the, uh, the 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 uh, the Indians, well, not quite ran through them, but certainly got themselves into a, a decent position with early wickets that actually, for the first time in the whole match, set New Zealand up to a feeling that they might actually uh, win the Test match. Four quick wickets for Tim Southey. India in second innings, 51 for five, um, until Ashwin came in and hit a quick 32. And then it was that man again, Shreyas Iyer, and Ridabin Sahar, who couldn't keep wicket because of injury in neither innings, uh, who both hit half centuries, put India back in control of the game. It's a full and straight, and I'll tell you what, wasn't a bad ball. He's going for the reverse swing, Yorker, he missed it by a couple of inches. Shreya Zaya just stands up straight, flicks that, wide a bit on for four. Ayer just threw his bat at this. Once he saw that that was a four ball, he didn't really care how it looked. Just wanted to get it away. Very, very good batting from him. And this will be his 50. He eases this out to mid-off and brings up his 50. That's the second time in this match he's passed 50. Incredible debut by Shreyas Iyer. Another slog sweep with the spin. He's hit that one very nicely indeed. All the way for six. Down the wicket comes Sahar and he whips it away through mid-wicket. Somerville in, that one turns and bounces and Saha turns it round the corner and the crowd are cheering for his 50s, a very, very popular cricketer. So India, you felt, uh, were uh, ahead of the game again and when Will Young was d uh, dismissed late on at day four for just two, uh, another questionable LBW decision which he didn't have enough time or certainly didn't take the 15 seconds afforded to him to uh, send upstairs. 
um, then uh, it looked like it was going to be backs against the wall from uh, New Zealand. However, not for the first time, guys, this game, just when you thought one thing was going to happen, the complete opposite did. Now, one of the points that Gareth Batty made last night was that in Will Somerville coming to the crease as night watchman might actually prove to be the benefit for New Zealand. Technically correct at the crease, tall man, um, can obviously hold a bat. And I thought, hang on, bats, come on. But so it proved. He batted throughout that opening session um, with a plum. And uh, alongside Latham, once again, Harmy, actually brought New Zealand into a position where it was still a, a big leap of faith to think they could win the game. But they took a huge step towards saving that, saving the match. Yeah, that first session, if, if India want to be critical of where this game didn't get them, well, they didn't get over the line, it was in that first session. There's been a lot made of the declaration. I thought the declaration was fine. 96 overs, 96, 98 overs to bowl a team out on a fifth and on a fifth year, fourth fourth innings, that's enough overs for me to to take ten wickets. Um, and it's if anything, it was the first session that cost them the game because they had a number eleven in, who's a night watchman, or number ten in, who's a night watchman, um, and he batted beautifully, and he just batted simply. He came, he went back, he didn't go back and across, he went back in the crease, and then he came forward in defence, and it was it was relatively simple. It was. Uh, it was a similar defensive shot for you know, how many balls did he face? He faced nearly 70 odd balls. So I think that's the that's the decision that, that you could say is where India possibly could rue the fact that the, they've not won this game. And whether it was complacency, this is just going to happen. He's a number 10. You know, we've got our Ashwin, we've got Jadeja, we've got Axar Patel. It'll happen. We'll knock him over. All of a sudden, as in when the the, the the session went on, it became you know, clear and apparent that it was going to be a very difficult thing to take 10, 10 wickets on this surface. Um, and if we don't get rid of the night watchman, it's obviously going to be even harder. And bats were spot on. The minute it got to about 30 overs, this the ball seemed to get softer, the wickets seemed to get easier to bat on. Um, and that's how New Zealand, for me, of have, have, have getting themselves in a position to draw this game. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, 
and I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Saying that, uh, 79 for one at uh, lunch, 35 overs in. You thought that they'd uh, done the hard work, but then three wickets in the afternoon session. The first ball of the session, Somerville hooking um, to, um, I can't remember who it was, was it Shubman Gill? Shubman Gill. Yeah, Shubman Gill at uh, long leg. And the ball before lunch, uh, before tea rather, uh, Ross Taylor, LBW for just two in and amongst that. Latham was bowled by Ashwin. Um, and it just brought, it just gave uh, India renewed hope. I think three down, we'd all be looking forward to the handshakes an hour before stumps, but not so. And when uh, Nichols went shortly after the tea break, it was on. Williamson followed shortly afterwards for 24. It was definitely on. In fact, it was game over. And Blundell was dismissed in truly bizarre fashion. Uh, Jameson stuck around for a bit. Southie looked pretty nonchalant at the crease. But uh, it, that was it. Southie went to score 155 for nine. And then we had the 10 overs of absolute bedlam, which ended here live on Talk Sport 2 with Jared Kimber calling the last delivery. That's it. They've called it. The New Zealanders are walking off. That is the end of the game. It looked like they were going to go for one more, but Nitin Menon has said no. One of the world's best umpires has had a look. He's currently arguing with Ajiki Rahana. You can argue all you want. You cannot argue with the sun or the lack of. That is it, Steve Harmison. Game over. New Zealand have done it. I cannot believe it. Yeah, there's a smile on my face, uh, and I wonder if Kane Williamson is smiling. Let's hear what he had to say following play. As we've seen throughout this test match, it's been touch and go around this sort of time with the with the light. Um, but look, all in all, it was a, a fantastic game of cricket, and obviously um, the Indian side's a formidable one, and, and they were on top for um, large parts of this game. We, we hung in there and gave ourselves a chance, but um, in their second innings with the partnership that they, they managed to get with the bat, um, you know, we knew that things were going to be a real challenge uh, trying to bat last, and... and um, and all, all three results were, were still at play. Um, having said that, the quality of, of their bowling attack meant that there had to be a lot of hard work to, to give ourselves a chance. And we fought hard and, um, and showed a lot of heart to bat through the day. You've got some quality batsmen in the side, but imagine Will Somerville, um, Rachin Ravindra, and Ajas Patel having to save the game. That shows a lot of depth as well, isn't it? Yeah, um, look, some fantastic experiences for those guys. Rachin, obviously, in his first test match, um, usually a top order batter but um, not usually experiencing these sorts of conditions so you know really good experiences to have and um, you know we saw all the emotion of a, of a really really good test match and um, you know things went sort of there were there were always opportunities there was always things happening the wicket was deteriorating um, so you know it was a, a great game all in all and it was really nice to have a crowd here to, to see it.
Hindsight is always a wonderful teacher. Sometimes after having gone into the test match, did you ever feel that we needed possibly Neil Wagner in the side? Um, oh, look, we, we made our decisions and, man, the, the, the two fast bowlers that, that did play um, were outstanding for us on, on a surface that um, I suppose it kept a little low at times. There was a little bit of movement with the new ball, but they kept backing up and, and bowling long overs for us, which um, you know was an unbelievable effort and, and really uh, kept us in, in the game for long periods of time. So a lot of credit to them and, and also the way the guys tried to adjust with the bat as well. But we know this Indian side's a very strong one um, in all departments, so we have to be at our best and you know, there's a lot of lessons from this game to take into the next. You can say, in a way, the top two teams of the W Test Championship finals playing here. Um, what are the positives from this game and also areas for New Zealand to improve going into Bombay? Yeah, um, I mean, the experience all in all is a, is a good one to have. And, um, you know, I suppose from a, a batsman's perspective, it's trying to make those adjustments. Obviously, preparation was... Um, fairly disjointed. I suppose that's the nature of, of things at the moment. So um, there's a lot of things to, to touch on and, and get a feel for. And, and I suppose there's things to learn there. But um, as a bowling attack, getting overs under the belt as well, I think was a good thing. Guys were sort of coming out of um, quarantine at home and these sorts of um, things. But they, they really put in some work to, to be as best as they could be for this game. So a lot to take from it. Um, but we know that uh, we head to Mumbai on a different surface. Um, so we have to prepare accordingly. Mm, different surface and uh, a different opposition captain as well. Verrick Coley back for that test. Let's hear for the captain for this test match, the first test match, Ajinkya Rahane. I thought a very good game of cricket. Uh, they played really well uh, throughout the game, but I thought the way we came back in second innings uh, after second session was uh, really good. Our bowlers uh, bowled really well, fast bowlers especially in second innings. Sumesh and Ishan bowled well. Spinners, we all know, uh, they all are quality bowlers. Uh, they bowled really well. So I thought, yes, it was a good game of cricket. Maybe not today, but maybe yesterday could you have thought about a declaration which was earlier or maybe a bit more urgency in the last half an hour maybe, thinking of a declaration? See, we were in a position that we, we wanted to get that partnership going. We lost four or five wickets quickly, so we wanted to uh, put some runs on the board, get that partnership going and then see what happens. So, I, I thought uh, last we were looking to bowl five, six overs in the end, but uh, as I said, we needed that partnership and Saha and Akshar uh, batted really well before that. Shreyas and Ashwin's partnership was crucial for us. I don't think uh, we have done anything different. Uh, we wanted to bowl four overs and then maybe 90, 95 overs today. Quite a bit of animated conversation with you and the umpires in the last 15-20 minutes. What was the chat all about? It was about the lights. See, uh, as a fielding team, you know, you want to bowl more overs. As a batting team, you don't want to bat in that uh, situation. But it, it happens in cricket. It's all about uh, the, getting those wickets quickly. And uh, so chat was all about just about the light. But umpire made the call and I thought they were right. You had to handle three quality spinners and sometimes did you feel, oh, am I under bowling one? Am I giving enough bowling to the other? How was it managing those three? Yeah, sometimes it feels uh, that am I bowling am I bowling Ashwin less overs or am I bowling Akshar a lot over? So it was all about, I thought on this wicket, uh, spinner had to bowl a lot of all a big spell uh, going. So that's why Ashwin bowled a big spell. Then Jadeja in the second, uh, second session, he bowled a bigger spell. So it was all about rotating the bowlers and uh, they bowled really well. Ajinkya Rahane there speaking to Star Sports uh, as well as uh, Kane Williamson. Well, final thoughts, guys. I'll just start with you, Harmi. Uh, looking ahead to the uh, second test match, which will be live on TalkSport 2, beginning at 4 a.m. on Friday. 
Um, you and Abhishek Shinshinwala will be back alongside with Jared Kimber and Neil Manthorpe. Um, from a New Zealand perspective, how do you see them lining up? As Kane Williams said, it will be a different track, so that will obviously play a part. But do you expect to see them still going in with three spinners, the batting remaining, uh, top six remaining as it is? I think the top six will probably remain as it is. Um, I think the bowling uh, combinations, I think, will change. And probably have to keep an eye on Tim Southey. He had a little bit of a niggle, didn't he? And he's grinding that first day, but he seemed as though he came through it all right. And fingers crossed for New Zealand, he comes through it. I can see, obviously, there's going to be a little bit more pace in the pitch at uh, in the Wankady Stadium in Mumbai. So I would imagine Neil Wagner will come back into the side, possibly at the expense of Will Somerville, who has largely, in that first session, Got India, uh, got New Zealand into a, a position of of saving the game. From India's point of view, I think there'll be changes. I think not only will Virat Kohli come in, it wouldn't surprise me if they if they they come to a decision that we're not sure which one to leave out in Rahani or Pajara, and they might leave both out. They might just play Surakumar Yadav instead of and and Virat Kohli instead of Rahani and Pajara because at this minute in time, they both look all at sea with the bat. And it's not just been over the course of the last five days. It's been a course of the last last few months in Test match cricket. So that would be a big call. And I think it might be a call that needs to be made you know, very, very soon because I think that middle order has been weak for far too long now for, for India. Harmi, thank you very much for your time. We will be reunited on Outside Edge very shortly over on YouTube. And, of course, uh, Harmi has his own YouTube channel as well, uh, Bowl Fast Talk Straight. Uh, Abhishek, um, so Raul Dravid's uh, first uh, game, as uh, first test match as India coach, has uh, started off with a draw. Doesn't take long for the pressure to, to build on on people, does it? But, yeah, I'm sure um, it's international looking, cricket. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. So looking at that second test match, we've just made uh, a mention you expect Pajara to make way, Virat Kohli to come in. Do you think that'll be the only change or do you think they'll look to freshen up uh, the bowling ranks as well? I think they will freshen up the bowling ranks as well. I think we, I wouldn't be surprised given that they're playing in one career. There's a bit more pace, a bit more bounce on that surface and fast bowlers always tend to do well. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mohammad Shiraz is bought in. Uh, place of now that's a big question place of who because Akshay Patel's taken five wickets in the first innings Jadeja took four Ashwin took wickets in both innings so it's again going to be a tough one and I think unfortunately it'll be Akshay Patel who misses out if a spinner has to miss out because uh, what Jadeja brings in terms of batting and as an all-rounder skill it's impossible to draw Ravindra Jadeja from that side given the way he has performed in the last couple of years so I think it has to be again Akshay Patel unfortunately and in batting wise I, I would completely agree with Hami as well because I think there might be an option of dropping both of them rather than picking one and bring Surya Kumar Yadav in and try and strengthen that middle order a bit more which has been weak for a very long time it's been a couple of years India has hardly seen a decent total a decent uh, score from the middle order so and especially with even Virat Kohli underperforming for the last couple of years he's averaging around 27 in the last two years so that middle order does look very very weak at the moment there is, of course, the wicket-keeping issue as well, isn't there? Because yep. it's unlikely that Saha will be able to play. Um, he might be able to, but he hasn't been able to uh, keep behind the stumps for this test match. So we could see a debut as well if uh, if Barat is uh, is called up. Yeah, we could see a new yeah, debut of Barat. And there's a lot of high expectations from Barat as well. There's a lot of chat about him being a very, very good uh, wicket-keeper. Though we haven't... We have seen 
a glimpse of it in this test match and uh, he's been a bit sloppy as well but i think this was his first test match ever standing and being a non playing member and has to come out mm. there and keep it's never yeah. easy on a track like this but i'm sure that'll give him a lot of confidence if he does have to make his debut in the next test so yeah it's a great opportunity for him and with ridiman shah he's always been the case uh, he's 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 managed to score runs after a long long time but unfortunately he's injured so he can't keep so i think this to be honest i i shouldn't be saying this this might be the test uh, last test match for ridiman shah for a very very long time for india mm, could be the last test for pujara for a yeah. long time for sahar for a long time possibly even uh, ishan sharma if uh, if he has to make way and they do go in with three spinners plenty to uh, ruminate on over the next three days and also plenty to uh, dissect and look back on with fondness an absolutely brilliant test match i'm so delighted that we were able to bring it to you on talk sport 2 huge thanks to our commentary team over the last five days. Um, you just heard Abhishek Junzunwala. He will be back for the second test match throughout. Steve Harmison as well, of course. Gareth Batty, uh, big thanks to him over the last five days. And, of course, Jared Kimber and Neil Manthorpe. They will all be back on Friday. Uh, Talks for two. Um, has got plenty of sport between uh, now and then. Um, lots of football and uh, lots of other sport taking place. The darts is returning. It is Christmas time after all. But here on TalkSport 2, over the last five days, it's been the home of one of the great test matches. It's ended in a draw, but boy, that doesn't come close to really telling the story. The first test of two uh, between India and New Zealand in Kanpur. And this is how it sounded on TalkSport 2. Now he sweeps out of the fort marks. It was in the air, but he's got that away. They've got a Shreyas Iyer at about two-thirds of the way to the boundary, probably for the catch, if we're being honest. Um, that ball's landed about two metres, three metres in front of him, and Iyer's missed it, and it's gone for four. This is short outside off stump. And it is hit for four by Will Somerville. Here's Imashadov, short, pulled away. First delivery in his court. First delivery after lunch, deep backward square leg. Oh, Will Somerville, what have you done? Slipping a fourth slip once again as, oh, it's gone past fourth slip. Tom Latham picks up four runs. Axar Patel to the right-handed. Williamson, oh, uses his feet, comes down the pitch and just pops it back over the bowler's head. Straight back over his head. For four. Take a bow, Tom Latham. 95 in the first innings and 52 in the second. And uh, just the briefest, politest acknowledgement of the applause from the change room. Oh, he's balled him off the inside edge. Ashwin's made the breakthrough. Tom Latham, unexpectedly against the run of play, has chopped it on. Latham can't believe what's happened. He's gone for 52 from 146 balls. There's Bolton. Oh. I think he's bowled him. Jadeja was appealing, and I was positive that that had bowled him. Ross Taylor is walking. Axar Patel continues. He's got four men around the back. Four, Henry Nichols. Up goes the finger, oh. LBW. Axar Patel struck straight away. Getting very, very excited. Oh, that cut's got to be out. LBW, up goes the finger. Kane Williamson has gone. He's bowled him. He doesn't have to change it. He doesn't have to. That's off the middle of the bat. He is... Tried to come forward, Bondell, and defend this on the, and then sort of push it to the leg side. Somehow he's got backspin on the ball, probably because of the way he's moved his hand. Jameson has caught that silly point, and he's been given LBW. 
Here is uh, Jadeja once again. Oh, my goodness me. He's got him. Up goes the finger. LBW. That's it. They've called it. The New Zealanders are walking off. That is the end of the game. It looked like they were going to go for one more, but Nitin Menon has said no. One of the world's best umpires has had a look. He's currently arguing with the Jinky Rahana. You can argue all you want. You cannot argue with the sun or the lack of. That is it, Steve Harmison. Game over. New Zealand have done it. I cannot believe it. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.